This is a preview of a full discussion episode available for our patrons on patreon.com slash pinealexpress. Jim and I argue about the dystopian applications of CRISPR, where we use the term CRISPR as a shorthand for next-generation gene editing built upon current CRISPR technology. We also draw some comparisons to Star Trek, including Star Trek's genetically augmented villain Khan. We also mention Star Trek series DS9 and TNG. The Koch brothers' kids and Rebecca Mercer and like all these people that are going to get every single advantage from CRISPR and outsmart all of us and outlive all of us. Why on earth would they give, you know, an undocumented poor woman CRISPR? They won't. Absolutely won't. They won't. Of course they won't. Unless the only the only thing I can think of is if just by virtue of them making themselves smarter, you reach a certain intelligence and you just realize a lot more that you just didn't fucking realize, like things are interconnected, maybe. That's if you, why if you become much smarter, then you can just see a, a bigger picture of things. Is there any way that that could be a byproduct of that could be an ethical breakthrough for some people? I don't know. No. So you mean if all it might do is just exacerbate the more sociopathic elements of ourselves or something? Yeah, without, intelligence without is to? not empathy. And intelligence is not- And I'm not saying not- it is. I'm just saying what if it- is it possible it could be? No. 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 How? Intelligence doesn't make yeah. you a better person. It just doesn't make you a better person. Yeah. Michael Brooks says this all the time, that it was never about intelligence- it's it's the the question of who's going to prevail and who's right about things, irrespective of who has the smartest people in what faction, is how empathetic and how caring are you going to be in your society and how cooperative and pro-social can you be? Like, are you going to be cool about things or are you going to have the fucked up values to be a dick no matter how smart you are about being a dick? What if you took a part of the brain – what if you isolated which – what like, what if we were like, oh, these particular networks um, facilitate – the ability to em- empathically be social. And then why, will, why would Rebecca Mercer put that in her head? Rebecca Mercer definitely wouldn't, but somebody might. But it's like, yes, somebody might, but we're bifurcating the species yeah. into the people that are doing that as, you know, as per homo economicus, yeah. like Rebecca Mercer in this situation, in this hypothetical scenario, versus the people that are choosing to make themselves more kind and cooperative at the same time that they're making themselves more intelligent because the one does not necessarily equal the other. There's going to be like James Moriarty's out there. There's going to be yeah. like it's like it's going to be like a Hannibal Lecter, James Moriarty, like some geniuses are also very very dark and twisted individuals. And even in real life, you don't have to look to fiction. Ted Bundy was brilliant. You know what I mean? You what g- if it was for selfish reasons? What if let's say they just find out Oh, like being empathetic, ethical, all these things. It makes you feel really good. And that's how it's sold. Like it's actually like, what if it does? What if it makes you feel better on a subjective level? And and it's just for pure selfish reasons that people make those that part of themselves. And then a, a byproduct of that is a is a more ethical species. If the goal is to feel better. They don't need to appeal to any sort of variable reward. They don't need to condition some stimulus whereby their cooperation is going to, you know, increase their whatever, whatever it's going to be, whether their dopamine level or whatever the case like. If their goal is simply to feel good, they can engineer themselves to feel good. They can yeah. adjust their satiety mechanism. They can, I mean, our, the way our society works is itself evolutionary, right? Because it's, we, we can't, we have to acclimate to our current state so that we can strive for something more. Right. Um, 
And so we habituate to things. So you're saying that once the chain, the causal chain of 50, 100, 200 people all of a sudden are just vastly superior to us because they have CRISPR and they augment themselves to be vastly superior. It'll start with the ultra rich. The culture will be to just be like compete because they'll just adjust. The the people will just adjust to the new realm of being ultra intelligent. Mm -hmm. And then that will just become a new norm like eventually and then just the people that had access to it they they had had it first and everybody else was fucked yeah i i think it i think the most likely situation is that i mean what what i was about to point out was that you could get rid of that habituation and you could change your satiety such that you didn't just acclimate but unless you first removed the tribal element there's nothing that would prevent you and the other elites who already view themselves as a tribe from continuing that tribalism moving forward and continuing the competitive mindset that was bred into you because you are a rich elite in the post crispr era as you compete against these other groups of humans who have no chance against you at all now would there be some who would be motivated to increase their cooperative nature and their empathy i mean eventually you're looking at a hive mind and that situation is the logical endpoint of yeah, that yeah um if you really want to look at like a true ego death and a true level of cooperation and a true emergence and a true yeah uh what do they call them in uh in a multi-group multi-level selection it's a major transition it's a major transition yeah. right yes so you'd be looking at a major transition in that situation which would be fascinating i mean the major transitions do tend to outcompete the others so so that would be a possibility but look at what you have you've got a rich competitive elite that are basically like con super soldiers and who act that way yeah. and who because it's true that they can maximize their gains by being more competitive and by being more ambitious just like it's literally what happened with Khan. Like their personalities were fucked because of their augmentations. And you could theoretically argue we're doing that already with capitalism because people with the wealth mm-hmm. are going to have the resources to give their developing child the resources to allow them to develop better statistically than somebody in a poor area that doesn't have the resources to develop as well. So obviously, like your development and your nutritional state probably impacts, let's say, your IQ. But what I'm saying is CRISPR accelerates it to the point where we're just not in any meaningful way the same species after yeah, all this. And 100%. they're, they're okay. not going to give – like what they should what, – what would be reasonable, like in a much more just world than what we have where the structures would allow for this, it would be the severely mentally ill and it would be the poor – and it would be, you know, the disadvantaged and the marginalized who would have the first crack if they wanted at selecting their own traits. Mm-hmm. And then they would get those things and it would kind of even the playing field because their advantages that they would get from that would even the playing field with the people that had the material advantages. And then we could kind of take it from there and see what happens. But instead, it's going to be the opposite. Yeah, It's going to be you get nothing. I get everything. I can live off three, four hours of sleep, and then I'm going to say to you, why don't you just work harder? You could increase your productivity. You know. Meanwhile, I'm working, whatever, 19 hours a day. <laughs> you know, Like yeah. what do they val- – one thing CRISPR is never going to do, it's not going to change your schema. It's not going to change your cultural script of what you value. It might make you smarter. And what do we see with people who are smarter? They apply their intelligence post hoc to justifying whatever their emotions and culture already told them that they should want. And their tribe. And their tribe, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, so the so CRISPR becomes quite a nightmare. It's, um, it's not good. It's real bad. It scares the fucking shit out of me, honestly. Yeah. It's – if it were evenly applied, 
even then you could imagine disasters if it was evenly applied, right? Because it's the exact same thing that we talked about with the augments from Deep Space Nine who had to be institutionalized because, yeah, you made them smarter, but how how do you know that some of the genes that were preventing their brains from working in a maximally efficient way didn't have other good side effects? Or like, was, was it in TNG where those genetically enhanced, that a genetically enhanced, I think it was humans, created like a horrific side effect where they're like, maybe it was, uh, I can't, I can't think of it now. I can't think of it. Never mind. I don't remember which episode. I mean, there was the second season episode of Next Generation Up the Long Ladder where there were clones. Was it clones? Maybe that's, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. And Dr. Pulaski was like, oh, how do you stop the genetic degradation? And they were like, well, we didn't. That's, that's the, that's what I'm thinking of. And then they were like, well, we got a planet full of Irish people for you to fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah. And that's how they solved that one. (laughs) Anyways. um, I was being devil's advocate. Like I definitely do not think CRISPR is going to be good. It's just not going to be good. Yeah. I think it could be. Could be. In other words, I think it could be under the right societal, under the right initial conditions in terms of societal structure and under its initial conditions of application, it could be good. But the way that our society works and the way that there are these inequalities that are just going to get exacerbated to the point of us being literal different species uh, under CRISPR, I just don't see how it's going to help. The one thing we could do is, but uh, you know, as soon as we start saying to people, hey, let's create the superorganism with CRISPR, let's do that because we've got these hyper competitive people just getting really good at extracting from the planet as we all hurtle towards oblivion. Atomizing everybody else while they do it. Yeah. Like when you look over there and you see that, it's going to, the response to that, especially in the new age community and in other, and in religious communities, but also among the left is going to be, hey, Let's come together and be the super organism. Let's all integrate using CRISPR and go through a major transition in order to, in order to amalgamate into you know. And I don't I don't know what form this would take, but into a highly cooperative superstructure. And they're going to say that's the Borg. That's communism. That's they're going to say that's the worst thing. You've completely removed our individuality. So in other words, CRISPR is going to be used to hyper individualize the elites. And to, in the best case scenario, to create a, a super organism among everyone else who is not elite. And and then I think the super organism wins in that situation, but they're going to do everything they can to stop it. What if they pass legislation that says we can't increase each other's empathy and cooperation because it takes away our individuality and our free will and we need to, you know, we need to be, we need people to make their own individual moral ethical decisions. And so they, they mandate that everyone gets that heightened instead or if anyone's going to participate in CRISPR, it's under the understanding that that's what's going to get heightened these companies that get to that get to do the actual gene editing themselves what protocols do you think they're going to operate under what protocols do you think they're going to implement it's not going to be the ones that create a harmonious balance between humans and between the collective of humans and their environment it's going to be a replication and a reproduction of the values and the ideology that is already pervasive in society. Yeah. So that's what that's what's going to need to get fixed, but we we kind of don't have time to do it because CRISPR is now. And the socialist revolution hasn't quite happened yet. So it's like I think the only thing we can do is kind of hack the process and kind of um like David Sloan Wilson would would dictate, I think you know at least you know by virtue of his multi level selection theory, the only thing we can do is super cooperate with each other and super empathize with each other. 
and only that aggregation of the rest of us would be able to compete with the you know the superhuman individuals made through made through crispr which would be another which would really truly be another species they wouldn't even mate with us like it, it's going to be so weird meanwhile there's going to be a group there's going to be three there's going to be three groups of human there's going to be like the symbiotic humans there's going to be the ultra individualistic humans and then there's going to be the humans that are like fuck this we're we're okay as is we don't need to augment ourselves at all and it's just going to be such a nightmare <laughs>